Welcome to Think Orphan, the podcast for orphan excellence. Real talk with real people navigating the global orphan crisis. Let's join our hosts, Phil Dark and Rick Morton. All right, welcome again to the Think Orphan podcast. This is Rick Morton along with Phil Dark. Phil, how's it going today, buddy? It is going it is going really well in a lot of ways. There's some heavy things, you know, going on. That's life, you know. I, I think that there are some good and bad and some ugly and but the good thing is God is good. God's got it. Um and and uh when we remember to just rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice, I think that that takes us a long, long way. Um, should take us all the way, but usually there's some lingering things that we're not rejoicing in. Um, but I do want to do that. You know, I look outside right now and it's rainy and it's gloomy and it's, and I, and I look at that even, and you can see it as rainy and gloomy and ugh, or you can say, we need a lot of rain right now because we need water. And, you know, and that, so it depends if we choose joy, you know, it's a whole lot different. So I don't know, man, I wasn't expecting to say that here, that little, piece or whatever but you know you never know what you're going to get when you ask me that question well, so i like to keep it coming why i ask you know and i mean 20 2020 has fed into 2021 and so we're you know we're we're still all the challenges that were present are still there but i but i think that is a great reminder that we're not defined by our circumstances and that uh you know that the reality of of being in christ and the reality of of you know being a a part of the family of God and in the kingdom is that, you know, this is not our home. This is while we're in the midst of, of, you know, trying to do well with the opportunities that we're given here, this isn't it, this isn't the end. And, uh, and so therefore you can't look around and, uh, and, and be, you know, defined by, by difficult circumstances. So good word, man. Well, Hey, where are we going today? So today, if you've clicked on this, you probably already know this is the season eight review show. So this is the end of season eight, the closing out of another phenomenal season. It's funny because I didn't even realize it till I went back and looked at this season eight again. And we kind of, you know, had the, the bread of our season eight sandwich was Karen Springs. <laughs> you know, it's like bookends, bookends, the bread of the sandwich, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, bookends is probably a little, you know, more civilized than the, the bread of the sandwich, but you know, you are from Alabama. So I wanted to speak your language. I wanted to go there. So you went to bookends though. You went more, you know, sophisticated well, and very, that must be your uh, training. Your post it was, it was on the, it was the word for the day today on the calendar. So I just had to go with it. You know, we, we just, we're, I mean, I, you probably find this hard to believe, but we're like, we're wearing shoes today in Alabama. And, uh, and, and we, we've begun to eat with utensils. We're no longer using our hands. So, um, things are progressing here. That's right. Progress, you know, step forward. It's just another step forward. So, you know, before we get into the meat of it, um, you know, to keep the sandwich analogy going, uh, <laughs> the, the, you know, we really want to make sure that you know about think orphan pod, podcast group. If you're not a part of it already, go join that. We have different things we do there, but especially right now, I want you to go join that group because I really want you to share in there. I want to have some dialogue and some conversation right now because Rick and I, after this, as we've done in the past a few times, um, we're going to just take a little break after this. We're going to do a little hiatus. We'll be recasting some episodes that we really want to get back in front of you if you haven't listened to them recently. 
um, listen to those because we're going to be intentionally choosing those um, as we as we're in the middle of this hiatus. Um, but during this time, we really want more than ever um, you to engage and to help us know how we can make this show better, how we can improve upon it, how we can get it out to more people. Um, we're contemplating rebranding and changing the name to be able to reach more people because, you know, people may look at it or, you know, we've talked in the past too. some people may be offended by it. Some people may have this and whatever. We don't want to take away the meaning of, of what we're doing and, and why we're doing what we're doing. We won't do that. We won't change that. Um, but we want to make sure that we're reaching as many people for the kingdom as possible. And so that's something that we are taking that really seriously right now. Not that we haven't been before, but we want to just take a break so we can focus fully on that. So where you come in there is we want you to engage in that. If you have a name that you think would be better, if you have content that you think would take it to the next level, if you have, you know, I don't like Phil, I don't like Rick, whatever, you know, we're open to whatever, you know, right now we are open-handed in this. This is God's. Everybody and likes Phil. Let's just agree that everybody likes Phil. So if you don't like me, go ahead and write in, you know, Phil would love to hear from you and confirm that, but everybody loves Phil. So let's, let's just agree. We're not going to get that kind of feedback. So anyway, we may, I don't know. All, all bets are off when you ask for feedback, you know, it's kind of, you know, you never know what's going to come in. Right. I've seen stranger things happen. So, <laughs> but what Rick and I have said, look, here's, here's one of the things. If you come in and you provide a name, we've never done a giveaway on this show before. But Rick and I have these books that are gathering dust on our bookshelves right now that we happen to have our name on the covers. And some of you have read them. Um, if you haven't, then this might even be more of, a, of an incentive for you to give some feedback. If, but if we, you give us a name and you have a good reason and we can look at it and go, man, that's the one. We're going to send you a signed copy of In Pursuit of or Orphan Excellence. Unfortunately, not all the authors are going to be able to sign it. I don't even have that. Um, but I'll go ahead and sign that for you. And Rick will, Rick, what do you, what, what, which book you have so I'll many, do, man, I'll do, I'll do both. I'll do, I'll oh, do, oh I'll do God. orphanology and no orphans, you know, and, and I mean, it's the least I can do to sign them. Um, because that'll like what half the value on eBay when people turn around and try to sell it, you know, it's like, I could, get, I could get a nickel for this if, if I sold it, but, but with that signature on it, it's only worth a penny, right? So a fifth of the uh you know of the of the true value of the book but rick to people that are listening into this show it's priceless there's no <laughs> it's, there there's no way they would sell it so that may be an incentive or a disincentive i don't know but i just want to get some movement i want i want you guys to have something to go i want you know i want that and then obviously we'd need to get your information and stuff so we could send it to you but that's just something that we just wanted to throw out there to be able to say look you know, this is something that's really, really important to you. We don't just throw out these episodes. I mean, obviously we have over 160 episodes right now. Um, that's a lot of episodes. And I like to think that it's pretty amazing content. It's pretty amazing that we have these incredible guests mm. that we get to come on and talk with us about things that really matter. It's not just ear candy. It's not just talking about things that are going to be gone tomorrow. These are issues that we are in, in addressing every day in our walk, whether we like it or not, whether we look for it or not, we are, it is in front of us. And these are things that 
we can do better together. And that's really why we are doing this show. So I don't want to spend, you know, a whole half hour of this show preaching about that. I think you guys get it. If you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know, our hearts, you know, why we're doing this, you know, who we are, and you know, that we're not going to ask for this if we don't mean that we really want you to, uh, to in- enjoy us. Now, if you're one of the, if you're one of the people who have, who have said, I'm off of Facebook, I'm off of social media, I'm off of that. Don't think, oh shoot, I can't get this information to you. Send an email to info at thinkorphan.com. The reason why I prefer the Facebook group is because other people can engage with it as well. And I think people will be able to see that. And, and it's that synergy that happens when we actually have a conversation about it. And right now, unfortunately, online conversation is the best we can get. We're not meeting together at different places. So we're not able to do a, a lunch or another thing, which I would absolutely love to do. If you're close to me and you are close to Rick and you want to have a conversation, reach out to us and uh, we can set that up too. So, Without more on that, Rick, do you have, well, without more from me, Rick, do you have anything on that to add? Man, I, no, I, I think just, you know, we, we really would love to hear from folks. And so we encourage you to participate. We actually do pay attention to that. We are, would be, um, you know, would be thrilled with, uh, with the interaction and, uh, and as our way of saying thank you, we want to, you know, we want to provide something for, you know, at least one of our listeners. And, and so jump in on that and, um, you know, give us, uh, give us the opportunity to be able to listen to you and learn from you and, and, you know, participate with you as part of this community. Cause that's, that's kind of what makes this whole thing go around, right? Like we're, um, we're, we're wanting to see collaboration. We're wanting to see people work together. Um, and, and so, you know, like that's not just rhetoric. That's not just something we say. It's ultimately something that we want to be you know, characteristic of even the show and how we do it. So yeah, please let's, let's hear from you. And um, man, we've had a good season, right? Season eight has been, um, has been a lot of fun. It's been very informative. It's been engaging, you know, kind of in all parts. And we've, we've had a, um, a boatload of, of great guests. I mean, we mentioned Karen Springs and, and so we got the opportunity to talk to Karen twice right yeah. over the course of this season and kind of kicked off talking about her book and then you know finished uh, our our season by uh, by talking to her and Ellie Oswald about uh, the global church um, initiative and all of that and and so we um, we are um, incredibly excited about the about the opportunity I don't know can you hear that yeah, but it's okay. It's all right. We're just going to go with it right now. No, man, I, we got to evacuate the building. The fire, oh, the fire alarm. alarm's going off. We can't keep going on that, then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, like, they'll, yeah, and we'll get fined if I don't leave the building. So, okay. so Rick has to leave the building. <laughs> well, folks, uh, you know, that was another Think Orphan first. We have never ever had a fire drill right in the middle of our episode you know maybe that was one of our listeners pulling the fire drill because it was it had gone off the rails already i don't know whatever the case we have you know we got to get back into this we got to get back (laughs) in the game here i think we i think we're going to be able to but what's cool about it if you're watching on video before we were in rick's office (laughs) at his building and now we're in his fake study on the backdrop here so man this is like this is fantastic i am so excited for you guys a few to hours be a part have of intervened in between the time that we started this episode and where we're picking it up now um, i'm happy to report the building didn't burn down and there was really nothing going on but uh 
but but the uh, the landlord is pretty serious about us responding to the to the fire alarm. So we're really thankful for the uh, air conditioned workmen that you know sat on a switch or whatever that uh, caused us to stand on the curb outside and waste about forty five minutes of, uh, of of you know daylight today. But the, you know it all worked out. We're all good. We had we had a yep. few laughs and uh, and ultimately we got to go back to work. So. There you well, go. that's good. You, know? you basically lived an office episode, which is fantastic. And so all you needed was Michael Scott and you would have had the whole deal there. But, you know, it was we good. Were, you know, we were one pot of chili away from a, uh, a, a straight up, you know, office classic. It was yeah. it was a lot of fun. And uh, so anyway, it was, it, you know, it, it, you uh, you're thankful on those days that it's not raining. That's, that's, that's right. Kind of, that was kind of the collective opinion of everybody. At least if we're standing outside, it's not raining. Well, I'm thankful that, you know, our listeners and that I got to be a part of it. We all got to enjoy that together. So thank you for that. I'm so glad that we planned to record this morning. So, you know, folks, we're going to get right back to it now. Don't worry. We're not going to talk about the fire drill the rest of the time. We just wanted you to enjoy that with us because we're family. And this is something that we were going to cut all that out. But then Rick and I said, you know what? No, because this is we love historic moments. And it was appropriate because Karen Springs is usually the pioneer. But Rick felt a little envious of Karen. No, no lie here. And he said, I got to be a pioneer here. We're going to have a fire drill. So we did that, but now we're back into it. And Rick, you were talking about your feelings on this season um, and how excited you, you know, you are that we did have such a great season. So why don't you just pick it up? Yeah, man, you know, just, if you repeat a little bit, a that's cool. Lineup, you know, top to bottom. And we talked about, you know, Karen coming on in the beginning and then, you know, she and, and Ellie Oswald coming in, you know, to, to finish our season. And that was kind of the great, you know, the fantastic bookends, but, but I mean, you know, as, as we, moved our way along the season we had a you know we had a, a quite a few folks that were um you know great friends great guests um you know really enjoyed and we and we kind of moved in some different directions this year so really enjoyed talking to uh, dj jordan and you know getting his perspective on foster care and and some of the things that he's involved in domestically but um you know as much as anything i think also just kind of hearing the heritage of faithfulness and you know, his, even his affirmation that, that what he's doing um, in large part was through seeds that were planted, you know, by his father. And, yeah. and it, yep. you know, is kind of, again, one of those reminders of, um, you know, fatherlessness and that we talk about and the, you know, the impact of fatherlessness, what we saw, you know, in his story, the, the, the impact of, you know, the presence of a father and the example and, you know, the way that, that he's, you know, he's walking that out. And so, you know, just, just lots of folks. I mean, you know, I'm kind of curious what, what is, what sticks out to you of the people that we've talked to and, and, you know, maybe a highlight that, that is, was meaningful to you over the course of the season. Yeah, the season itself, it was really cool. I went back over all of them. I didn't listen to all of them again. I went back over our notes and some of the some of the show notes and the transcripts and just the highlights that, that we've had over the last um, this last season. And one of the cool things that stood out to me was just this, the thread of collaboration throughout the season. So we end with the Global Church Pledge, which is like this kind of culmination of collaboration, right? I mean, I, I say collaboration. That was more of like partnership in this thing, right, where we're, 
where we're together. We're saying we're together, right? And so this like togetherness maybe is a better better word. But uh, you know, Jeff Juhala and the and the the with the um, for the children and what was formerly Royal Family Kids and talking about wrapping around foster families and just really working with other churches and other people to be able to love the foster kids. Um, other thing about Jeff's was just the stories he told about impact and and the the little things. Never underestimate the the impact you're having on others. And and then you know Jared Shepman and talking about the collaboration with other organizations to help. They're they've created this great stuff with working with kids with disabilities, mm-hmm. and they're just sharing that openly with people all over the world, which is just amazing to hear that story. Lisa Qualls collaborating with Karen Purvis to do the theory and practice in their amazing book, The Connected Parent, to be able to have that, you know. Spencer Reeves talking about just his posture of humility Mm -hmm. and working as they're transitioning to say, I don't know the answer. Calling all these people and talking to these different people and learning all this stuff and replying and working and just humbly saying, I just don't know the answers to all this stuff, but we're working through it. Messiness of it. That was just really cool to me. Robert Glover, man, that guy just collaborating with everybody in China to make this happen, right? Just amazing, amazing story. Again, all these, if you didn't go back, if this doesn't excite you to go back and listen to them, man, you're, you're the wrong podcast here because these guys were amazing, just awesome, awesome stories, awesome people. Keith McFarland, obviously, is my main co-author on In Pursuit of Orphan Excellence. That guy is collaborating, helping other organizations throughout Uganda to thrive and flourish, you know, just working with me on that book. He was just, he, you know, I've gotten to know him. If you, you, you just listen to those, those episodes and you know how much I love that guy. Um, Todd Chipman, again, his book, a bunch of people coming together to tell stories of renewal, stories of, you know, hurt, stories of struggle. Um, and, and what that looks like. DJ, you already talked about DJ and just the, the work that he's doing and the father, you know, really bringing fatherhood and bringing that to the fore in amazing, awesome ways and working with governments and working with, you know, Virginia Kids Belong and all these different things that he's doing. Karen, we already talked about Karen, but her book, right? Again, right. a bunch of stories, a bunch of people loving on people, bringing people into her home, but then not saying, you know what, I'm just going to bring people into my apartment to give them respite. Let's tell their story now and what we can learn from them because that's what we are here for on this podcast. That's what I've really seen in this season and what's so amazing, it seems like we actually meant to do it. But, you know, like, it's just God saying, this is what I wanted to bring to the table. This is what I wanted to share with the world. These stories of amazing people who are working with others And, you know, it's just, that's what we're about on this show. We want you to be not only just inspired by him and going, oh, that's cool, but that's a dude who's going to China. That could never be me. Mm -hmm. Well, what if Robert Glover said that? Yeah. I mean, this is a dude who played soccer or football, you know, in England. And and he is a guy who could have easily said, no, that's just crazy talk. And that must be for somebody else. But he took up the baton and went. Lisa Qualls with Karen Purvis, you know, like... That seems to be a pretty big deal. So anyway, you know, I, I and that's that's one of the things I think I'm kind of struck about just looking back at the at the whole season, because um, there are and 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 I think in you know in a lot of ways this is not different than you know than than the other seasons of of the podcast. But I I think like there were there were a lot of even for me personally kind of bucket list sort of moments along the way, um, and and really kind of you know like having Lisa Qualls on. I mean again somebody who I'm 
familiar with her work. I'm familiar with her reputation. We've kind of run in similar circles for a long time, but never had the opportunity to, you know, really meet her or, you know, spend any time. And so to be able to have that conversation and, and be able to have that conversation on the podcast was incredible. I mean, Robert Glover, good night. I mean, for, for those of us that are, you know, have been blessed to be around this community for a while, if, if you don't know who Robert Glover is, it's, it's because you're, honestly, you're just not paying attention because he, he's somebody who is, um, you know, really kind of one of those, you know, one of those great examples of, but, but the truth is from, you know, DJ who, you know, was the press secretary for a senator to Todd Chipman, who's a, you know, seminary professor to Robert Glover, who's been a part of, you know, seeing a million children find their way home in China. And all of these people, the, the insanely cool thing about this is, is they are all just very normal, um, really mm -hmm. somewhat unassuming and, yeah. and, and really, you know, they're, they're like, they have done above average, they've done incredible things, but the truth is they're just really normal, regular people. And, and I think, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to miss that because, because I think sometimes, you know, you, people can come into environments like this and they can hear these stories and they can hear the incredible things that, you know, that God is doing through people. And, and I think that can be a little bit intimidating, you know, that can, that can be a little bit off-putting and, and, you know, you, you know, I don't want to say starstruck, but I mean, I do think there's a little bit of a man, God could never do that with me. Right. Um, and I think the common denominator that we've heard all, you know, through this season and we've heard, you know, season after season, but this is really kind of a, you know, particular all-star crew is that um, like, like you, we, any of us could be in any, any of these people. And I think over and over and over what they have said um, in, in different ways is don't like, like, I don't look at me as being exceptional. Don't look mm -hmm. at me as being the exception to the rule. Um, I'm just somebody that God used in a particular way. I just, you know, I had an opportunity and I did the next right thing. And, you know, it's kind of led to, you know, to these places. And I think also the, the reality is that everybody is not someone of, like huge profile. Like it also yep. is not this kind of who's who of, you know, revered names and orphan care. Certainly we had some of those people on and some of those people that are recognizable to a, to a much wider community, but, but we also had some folks that quite frankly are kind of to toiling away in obscurity and doing their own thing. And the fact is um, that, that on neither, in neither case, can we really measure their faithfulness by, you know, by their, their notoriety. And, and so yep. it was just cool. And it, and it's, and it's cool to be reminded that, um, th you know, that ultimately all of them take, um, you know, take what they do and they take why they do it very seriously. Um, but they don't take themselves too seriously and they don't really think too much of themselves. And that was, that was fun to see up close again. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And it, you know, as you were talking, I was looking at it, I'm just looking at the list and I go, yeah, there's some people who are known figures within the orphan care community, but kind of the cool thing is like they aren't known very far outside of it. Right. And they don't care. Right. Like they're not seeking to increase their platform, quote unquote, or do they're doing what God has led them to do. Like you said, they're doing the next right thing for them. 
And that's what we can do. And that's what we need to really seek God's, you know, direction in that, right? To, to seek first his kingdom and to let his word be the light unto your path, just as far as we need to see. You do that next right thing. And that's what I absolutely loved seeing this season. Um, like you said, I mean, that's, it's, it's really has permeated throughout the entire, the entirety of Think Orphan, which has been one of the really cool things. It's also the reason I asked that question at the beginning of our interviews, you know, just to share their story. And I remember early on when Peter Greer, on, I think it was episode three, and I asked Peter, like, you know, tell your story. And I go, yeah, now, let me ask you this. Like 20 years ago, mm-hmm. were you thinking like, oh, yeah, this is my trajectory to be this guy at Hope International and everyone, you know, written a bunch of books with a bunch of different people who are amazing. Sure. He, he started laughing. He's like, you know the answer to that. Yeah. Of course I knew the answer to that, and we all know that. But again, he's been taking that next right step, the next right thing. And what does that look like? And what does that look like in your life? And what does that look like in my life? And it's going to be very different. I have not been called to China to go help a million children be, you know, brought into families. That's just amazing. Mm -hmm. But people would look at what, you know, we've been able to do with this podcast and go, wow, you've been in a hundred countries or so. And they'd look at Rick Morton. I mean, we know they look at you and go, man, I wish I were Rick Morton. But I mean, that, that just happens, right? That's just what happens, right? So, so, um, no, but in all seriousness, like there are people if what you do is look up to others and go, I wish I could be like that person, it will never be good enough. Yeah. You will never be that person. And I'll just tell you right now, you'll never ever be that person because you are you. Right. right. And that's what I think is so cool about this show. What's so cool about these people who have been on is they are doing these amazing, awesome things. But if you try to compare yourself and none of them are comparing themselves with others, as far as I can tell, they're just saying, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. This is the, I mean, and honestly, would you, you don't want to be in some of their, like, I don't want to have gone through what Lisa Qualls went through with right. some of this stuff. Right. right. I, but I've already talked with some people who are going through some similar things with some bio kids with their, you know, adoptions and stuff where it's hard and for them to go, I just don't, I'm navigating this and I, I go, go listen to this, go right. read this book. Right. And that's what I love about this, to be able to go. Like you said, if you, if you don't know Robert Clifford, go listen to it. Right. Be inspired by that story to say, what is my China? What does God have for me that is the thing that is without him? It's impossible. Without him, it's crazy talk. What is that for you? And let's start pursuing these things. That's when some awesome stuff's going to happen, right? If I would have listened to all the people who said, oh, what are you doing? What are you, that's just stupid. When are you going to get a real job? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do, like my mom, you know, and I love my mom. Mom, if you're listening, I love you. But I've talked about it before, right? Her saying, why are you wasting your law degree, right? It's not that my mom, my mom does care about me. She does love me, but like, you know, and, and so, but that's not what the Bible tells us. The Bible tells us, here am I, send me. The Bible tells us, we're going to go, and I know this isn't scripture, but, um, you know, basically the things that God can do are just on the other side of that comfortable, just on the other side of that, what you think is possible with you, because that's where he's just going to blow you away. And that's what I've seen with these people again and again and again and again, right? It's just this amazing story with extremely ordinary people. And that is what is super super cool god does stuff through very imperfect people that is just insanely amazing and but it starts with that humility and i you know we talk about robert and just that amazing one million children if you didn't 
Check out Children of Shanghai documentary. Do that. As many as the Stars book. Go pick it up. Read about his story. Listen to the podcast about it. But listen to the podcast about him going to China and not even getting a bowl in the canteen (laughs) because he hadn't earned their respect. So he lowered himself, coached the kids in the in the playground on soccer, took them, earned respect, won a championship, even if they didn't win it, he earned respect, then he gets a bowl. Right. And that was a massive, that was months. Right. How many of us would be willing, how many of us would have gone home after three months and said, I'm not supposed to be doing this, I can't even get a bowl in the canteen, how the heck am I going to do work? Right. The way up is down, we talk about that, we hear that, what does that look like in our servant? Are we willing to serve at that level to really be able to see what God has for us and to be able to say, man, I got to go to that other side of comfort. I got to go to that other side to where it is. With, with man, it is impossible. With God, all things are possible. Yeah. What does that look like for you? Man, I, I'm, you know, I got preaching here a little bit now, I'm, and I'm, talking to myself as much as I am to any of you no question about it and so but that's something that I really it hits hard when you really think about all that this amazing stuff that happens and I listen to these stories and I go what if they would have given up after two months after three months man none of this would have happened so well I don't know man I think too Phil you know I I, like I don't I also don't want it to pass by that that all of these folks like knowing knowing many of them personally um they like they want to build relationships they want to be useful in you know with others and 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 the you know the cool part of this and i and i think you know we say this from time to time but i'm not really sure how much um how much people understand about how many of the people that come on the show are you know, many of whom are those people who are very recognizable across the, you know, the orphan care space and those kind of things. They're, um, it, it's just, it's just from friendships and relationships. And, and the fact is that there's a, there's a really cool kind of camaraderie and, uh, you know, sort of spirit of friendship that exists in, you know, in this place. And, and we've even seen it. I mean, we've seen it come out of, you know, come out of the podcast as well, being able to, being able to connect people and being able to build, you know, bridges of relationship. And, and so like, I hope folks will also realize that when, when you're hearing some of these stories and they resonate with you, um, don't be afraid to reach out to the people that have been, you know, guests on the podcast. We certainly want to talk to you. We've got, you know, ways with the Facebook page and and other Facebook group and other things that we do to, to try to foster that communication, but it's not just us. I mean, there's a, there's a sense that um, part of the reason a lot of these people are coming on is because they, because they want to collaborate. They want to give back. They want to, you know, they want to be able to share in community and they believe that, you know, what we're doing is an important calling from God and, and, and his, and his work that we're commanded to do. And, and they know they can't do it on their own either. And, and so, so I, I hope it will, you know, I hope it will foster some of that, um, you know, where, where we have some listeners who will be, you know, who will take the first step and build relationships toward, 
you know, build them their ministry and whatever it is that God's called them to do. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that. Um, I mean, I have an example of that. You know, Robert Glover, we just talked about, you know, he reached out to me and said, hey, we're trying to get our a publisher in the U.S. for our book to be able to market it and get it out. You know, so they reached out to me to ask for like, I mean, and, and it's it's not only like we, we assume things about people. Oh, they're at that level. They did all that stuff. They must know a million people. They must no like we're all in our subcultures. We're all in our subgroups. We're all, you know, and and here's the reality of it all is. Most people who you pro- who you make assumptions, oh, they're not approachable. They don't want to talk with me. They just they got too much going on. They're too busy. They this 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 and this. The reality is, if you reach out to them and and you you know it's not just oh I want to talk to you and say hey you're amazing like but you actually have something that you want to talk with them about and and you reach out to them. Good chance they'll make the time to reach out to you because and to connect with you and to be able to help you because they wouldn't be doing what they're doing if they weren't the type of people that would do that. Well, and most and so, of them wouldn't be doing that if somebody hadn't done that for them. And, exactly. And I think, you know, and, and so I, I think there's a, you know, there's a, a spirit in all of this that, um, th- that people ultimately want to, you know, they want to be helpful. They want to, you know, they want to engage, they, they want relationship. And I, I just hope that's something that comes out of, you know, out of these podcasts is that we, that we really do, um, you know, kind of open wider the circles of relationship. So, yeah. All right, man. I think that's a good place to end this season. And, you know, um, except I do have one, one recommendation for us <laughs> here in a second. That is, that is pretty cool. And if you've seen it, you'll appreciate it. But, um, but before we get to that little recommendation, I just want to remind you again, that we're going to be, uh, you know, going on a little hiatus here for, you know, a few months, uh, not sure exactly when we're coming back. We will come back. It's just a matter of when. And it may be a different name. So keep an eye out. Again, join that Facebook group um, so that you see that. Um, you talk about it. You know, or we'll, we'll be talking about it there. And again, if you didn't hear it at the beginning of the episode, you know, there's there's some skin in the game here now. You know, we got some books that you might get with, you know, as, as Rick said, they're going to be devalued because we're going to sign them. But, um, you know, but that you know it's again we want to hear from you we want to hear your thoughts on how we can make it better we want to hear your thoughts on whether this name is it could be better and we could get out to the the point of it is to get the information out to a bunch of people we're not we're not married to anything in this except that it's going to be gospel driven how we can care for and love the orphan and the vulnerable better and better each and every day as i say at the end of every episode yeah that's what we're about so beyond that, you know, uh, you know, I just we just want to how can we expand the reach and get it out to as many people, help as many people, help as many kids as we possibly can. So that's the point. That's what we want to do. That's who we are. How can you help us do that? By giving us feedback. How can you help us do that? By letting us know any way that you think we can make it better and there's nothing too small or too big. Throw it out there. And, you know, if it's super big, you know, try to throw some money in there, too, for us to be able to do it. But, um, but uh, you know, in, Those were on that note. Up, right? Like, one more recommendation. Like, the, the way, I think the way to close out the season is is one more of those things that, uh, so, Phil, what are you watching, man? What, like, what yes. do you want to tell us that we need to go out and, uh, and, and spend a little of our hiatus um, digging into? 
Yes, absolutely. So now you do have a few hours left, you know, or in your in your day that's just been freed up by us doing this. Every other week you'll have it. Like, of course, we are going to be doing recast. I want you to go back and listen to those too. But The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. If you've not seen it, well worth your time. Um, my my wife and I don't binge shows very often. This was one of them. English Game was probably the last one we binged this quickly. Uh, it, it's a, about chess, which doesn't seem like the most exciting thing in the world. It's actually a historical fiction, but it's based on a conglomeration of a few different chess players, um, Bobby Fischer being one of them. It's a young chess prodigy, an orphan. She grew up in an orphanage. Um, and, you know, I say that because it'd be remiss on Think Orphan not to mention that fact because then you're like, well, but that's not why I'm recommending it. Why I'm recommending it is actually it's a story of collaboration, strangely. Um, you'll see later in the show. I'm not, hopefully it's not spoiler, spoiler alert, maybe, but not really. Um, the Russians, no secret Russians are super good at chess and what they talked about there. But the thing about chess is that it's always amazed me. It's like, there's a finite number of moves. Mm. And so you'd think that there's only so much you can do, but that it's amazing how much goes into each, you know, if they do this, then this, and if, it's pretty predictable when they go unpredictable. That's when it becomes the, you know, it's just, it's crazy. Like all that goes into it. But what they talked about there is they said, you know why the Russians are so good at chess? It's cause in the adjournments, when they ever take a break in chess, sometimes when the games go really long, they do that. They said they work together mm. to help each other to be better. Mm. Whereas the Americans and other countries, they just kind of, it's more of a lone ranger, um, game for them and so that really spoke to me i mean i i wrote down the quote um i'm gonna say it right now i'm actually gonna look it up as i do this i don't normally do this but it was so good i'm gonna share it with you so that you can just be inspired by it as we finish this um this uh season so this this guy's talking to the 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 woman who's the who's the star chess player so to speak and she says he says you know why they're the best players in the world and he said, it's because they play together as a team, especially during adjournments. They help each other out. Us Americans, we work alone because we are all such individualists. We don't like to let anyone help us. Mm. So don't be that person who's an individualist. In this work, we need each other. We're better. We are better together. I think that Lifeline has a T-shirt that says better together. together. That's right. And um, I've worn it. And... And, and I believe it. Okay, so it's not just some, you know, sticky statement. It's real, it's true. And whether in a game of chess or in the work, work that we're doing, let's work together on it so we can be better. All right, folks. Rick, do you have any last second, you know, greetings or wishes for our... Why would I mess things up after you're leaving it on such a great note? Okay, well, then I will just finish it off, folks. As always... And as we always have done and we will do, you know, my hope and prayer for you is that you'll take everything that you're learning, whether it's a Queen's Gambit quote, these different amazing interviews we've been able to have, or just the banter that Rick and I go back and forth on. We hope that you take all of it and you use it to help you to understand how you can love orphan and vulnerable children better and better each and every day. Thanks a lot. Have a great few months. 
We hope you've enjoyed today's Think Orphan podcast. For all the information in this week's podcast, please visit us at thinkorphan.com. You too can be part of the conversation. Send your questions to info at thinkorphan.com or join us on the Think Orphan Facebook page. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again on the next edition of Think Orphan.